Welcome to this webinar. Uh, as you know, uh, the Bear County Commissioner's Court uh, has allocated monies from the CARES Act uh, to small businesses, to the small business program. Our economic development partner, David Marquez and Deborah Carter, they are coordinating this side of the house for us in partnership with uh, Lift Fund. And then Lift Fund um, subsequently uh, has four community partners that also have contracts with the county to help you facilitate the technical assistance. Alma Valdez Brown is gonna be leading this uh, conversation that we have today, taking the questions. She has a short PowerPoint presentation she will be making. Uh, and then I believe all four of our community partner resource agencies are also on this call to be able to uh, give you a little bit of information about them, what they're doing and how uh, you can get in contact with their office if you need help processing your application. Uh, the applications are opened on Monday of this week and will close uh, next week on Friday. Uh, Juneteenth. So we are moving very, very quickly uh, and we want to uh, get these, these, these funds out to as many of our small business owners as we can, as quickly as we can on behalf of Bear County. Uh, uh, Alma is a, a great leader in our, in our network among small business advocates and supporters. Uh, I was very honored and very happy when she said yes, that she would do this this afternoon. Uh, so I'm not going to take a whole lot of time telling you about it because Everybody on this call want to know how to get this money, and we want to know how to get this money out on the street. So Alma, with that, um, Alma Valdez-Brown with Lift Fund. She's a senior business development specialist, so we want to get this uh, moving as quickly as we can. Our team, uh, as you see on the slide, uh, our slide deck, whenever you need us uh, uh, here at Bear County, uh, these are the members, and our website is available for support as well. So with that, Alma? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to um, Renee and your team for coordinating this uh, webinar. I think uh, it comes at a good time, just at the beginning of um, the process here of us taking the applications. And I also want to thank the community partners who are, who are on Sage, North Chamber, Westside Development, and Southside First. Um, so thank you all for, for being here. So I'm just going to go back really quick and, and, and introduce myself. My name is Alma Valdez-Brown. I am Senior Business Development Officer at Lift Fund. I've been with the organization for 12 years now, and it's, it's my pleasure to work directly with business owners who are needing to grow or start their business. My job primarily is to help um, with business owners who are needing access to capital. Um, we're a nonprofit. We are considered a, a community development financial institution, so we are um, a lender, a small business lender. And I just want to quickly mention, we have two programs. We have our Women's Business Center, which is partly funded by the SBA, and we provide business support, business advising workshops. And we also have Launch SA, which is another uh, wonderful organization. They're both housed inside the library downtown. Uh, in fact, um, Launch SA has entrepreneurship next week. So I just wanted to mention those two. So let's get started and talk about this grant program. Uh, and again, if you have any questions, drop them in the, in the chat, and I think that we'll have some time at the end for um, some additional questions if you want to raise your hand. So the pro just as um, uh, Renee mentioned, this is a grant program, and it is specifically designed to help those business owners who are impacted by COVID-19. And this program is in collaboration with Bear County, Lift Fund, and the four organizations that I mentioned earlier. 
we can go to the next slide, please. So here's the overview. The uh, the grant, uh, the total amount that was approved uh, was 6.5 million in this round. Uh, they are going to be distributed equitably with uh, within the four precincts, uh, and this is taking into consideration the first round of uh, grants and loans that we did um, a month ago and the month before that. The, this time, they are strictly grants, not loans, and uh, there's two categories. The first one is micro businesses, and they can apply for uh, up to $10,000 if you have between one and five employees, full-time employees. And then uh, the small business category is up to $25,000 for a grant if you have between six and 10 full-time employees. So one thing that I want to mention is that part-time employees are not uh, considered in that criteria, we're only looking at your full-time employees when we're looking at um, the number of, uh, for the category of the micro-business or the small business um, uh, categories. The, your, the purpose of the grant would be to restart or continue your business operations, really anything that's related to that with payroll, lease, inventory, utilities, um, et cetera. So here are the qualifications. The first one is that the business does have to have gross revenues of 1 million or less. We will be verifying that and I'll talk about that uh, when we talk about the documents that we'll be needing, but we will need tax returns to verify that. You also um, can apply if you have not received a Bear County grant or loan previously in the first round that I mentioned happened a month, uh, two months ago. You have to be located and remain in Bear County. So if you say I'm using this grant because I want to move out to um, another county, then you will be you're not qualified for the grant. You've got to remain in Bear County. Uh, we have to see that there's a loss of at least 15% in revenues, and you have to be a, an existing business for us. And and for this purpose, it's going to be anyone established uh, August 2019 or before. So if I started my business in December of 2019, I would not qualify for this grant. This is for more a more established business who's been established from August 19, excuse me, August 2019 or before. Uh, nonprofits are eligible. Uh, the agreement uh, with Bear County is that not more than 10% of the funding can go to nonprofits. So proprietors are eligible to apply and there are some professional services that do not qualify for this grant. And those would be uh, those such as the physicians, clinics, dentists, any professional services, architects, insurance agents, um, real estate professionals, uh, and vacation long-term rentals and anything in uh, sexually oriented business are not qualified to apply for um, the loan. So here's a timeline. The applications are open. Uh, they opened on Monday, June 8th, and we will close on June 19th, which is next Friday, 5.30 p.m. The uh, automated selection. So if we do, and I do, we do feel that we're going to get more applications uh, in than the funding that we have available to give out. We will go into an automated selection process where the applications will be randomly selected um, to uh, be approved for the loans. Uh, we will then go through a series of um, verification and then the grants will be awarded toward the end of June through December the 20th as we're going through the verification process. So there is a possibility that this month in June, um, you could 
get the grant um, if your application was complete and we'll talk about that. So here's what we need in order to verify and these are the documents that need to be included in your application. We do need to confirm that you are in fact a business and so we will need your best business entity uh, documents. That can be either an assumed name certificate that you can go and get at Bear County. It could be your, uh, that you're an LLC or a corporation and you filed with Secretary of State and those need to be included in your um, package that you are submitting your application. So again, we do need that. Uh, we are going to request four months of bank statements. And so we'll request January through April to be uploaded for the business bank account. Um, and if you have employees, then we will ask for your 941 for uh, 2019 and also quarter one, 2020. We are also going to ask for a um, tax return and we are okay if you have not filed your 2019 taxes, you can include your 2018 taxes. Now, if you're a newer business who did not have income in 2018, then you can provide your 2019 tax return that hasn't been filed. So basically it's a stated tax return for 2019 if you don't have your 2018 because you weren't in operations during that time. We will ask for a valid ID and then proof of business location like a lease, mortgage if you've got a mortgage on the business or an invoice like a um, utility bill and that's for proof of address. So the key here is that all of these documents have to be provided when you submit your application so that we can consider your grant application complete. Um, that, that is why we're really we're really looking at the um, our four community partners to help us to make sure that these applications are complete uh, so that we don't have we don't have to call or um, consider someone incomplete and not be considered for the uh, the grant this is a listing of the support agencies and they are listed here by precinct there is a website that I've been using that is on the Bear County website on, on uh, who or what precinct am I in and you can put your business address. It is based on your business address. You can put that in if you don't know what precinct that you're in. And once you find what precinct you're in, you can contact the community organizations if you need help with the application. Um, the key here is that we are encouraging you to use the support agency so that we can make sure that the application is complete. We have received some applications without um, any help from the organizations uh, and for the most part they've been complete but um, some of them have been incomplete and this is why we're encouraging um, that you use some of these support agencies. And, and after my presentation I'd like to give the support agencies each an, uh, some time to talk about what their processes are so that we all know how we can get in touch with them you know what what is it that they're doing some some groups are putting zoom calls on, um, on uh, that are open to the public so that they can help uh, in that way uh, some people are meeting people so I'd, I'd like to see what each of the organizations is doing and I think that's it for the presentation I think um, the last screen is the link for the application. Uh, you can go to it direct or through our website, which is at lifun.com, and there's a, a link that will take you to this, um, this link, the, 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 the webpage. On the webpage, you will find the listing of the documents that we're gonna need, and you will find the link to the actual application. You'll also find the listing of the community partners that are helping us. Um, so let's take a minute and see if I can answer some of the questions in the chat. 
and then maybe we can open it up for the community partners to share what they're doing. Okay, hey Alma, I will yes. scroll up here and I'm gonna see if I can. Thank you. This first question from Diana. Mm -hmm. For nonprofits governed by a board of directors, should the applicant name and social security number on the first page be the board chair or the executive director? Either one, either one. But it does have to be one or the other, so either one. Okay, uh, we also had a question from Sergio. Uh, are these grants in addition and separate from the ones the city of San Antonio will be awarding? They are. And from Luis, an important question about this grant and the implications or repercussions related with immigration. So Luis will be following up in a second here. Sure. Uh, from Stacy, do you count the business owner as a full-time employee? If you are working full-time in the business, yes. And from Jason, we will definitely be under 1 million in revenues in 2020, but we're over that in 2019. What is the period that is considered to be under the $1 million threshold and is the basis for an FTE an average of 30 hours or more here? Yes, the full time is for um, 30 hours or more. Um, we're going to look at your last tax return. So I did, did he say that he filed 2018? So I can't he see may have addressed it further on in the chat room, but what I'm looking at the question, he states that his uh, revenues for 2020 and for 2019, he doesn't mention 2018. Okay, so 19. So we'll look at your, your tax return. So if you file 2019, we'll look at your revenues for 2019. If you've not filed 2019, we will look at your 2018. We're looking at, we're looking at the tax return for that. Uh, Maggie is asking, is a therapist considered a professional? And by therapist, I'll use the term she used. This isn't my, this, this isn't me. She wrote in here shrink. Is a therapist shrink considered a professional? It is. Yes. Okay. Uh, from Terry, so is an RV park considered a vacation, long-term accommodation? Can an RV park apply? That's a tough one. I think it is considered under that category, um, but I will get clarification on that. Uh, okay. So like I said, I'm scrolling down the chat here. Uh, Jason, who is the same individual that brought up his 2020 and 2019 revenues, he followed up saying, to follow up on my FTE question, during what period is the number based upon? current FTEs or what point in time? So if someone has full-time employees, we're looking at your 2019 last quarter, um, 941, and then your 2020 first quarter, and we're looking at those numbers. So we'll be looking at the last one, which will be your 2020, um, 941. Maggie asks, for a sole proprietor, if their bank statements are in their name and not the business, would that be okay? Absolutely. Yes. We understand some people don't have uh, business bank accounts and they're using their, um, their personal bank account and that's okay. Um, we do encourage separation of those uh, funding that, you know, the personal and the business, but we will accept personal bank account. Uh, from Sunny or SUNY. So if we're a sole proprietor, we do not have to enter the payroll portion. Is that correct? That's right. From Victoria, how is lost revenue to be demonstrated? We are a nonprofit and cannot host our yearly gala fundraiser, so we will not have that revenue. We're going to look at the uh, bank statements to to see the the decline in um, in revenues, and so hopefully that will demonstrate it. Um, Victoria, if you feel like that's still not going to demonstrate it, then uh, I'll put my email address on here, and maybe you can email me, and we can uh, figure out another way to prove that. But we'll look at the bank statements last four months. Uh, Frank is asking, no, this was in the PowerPoint, but I don't have that slide up. 
What was the funding amount for Precinct 1? Precinct 1, 2217445 Jay asks, if we applied for the PPP, will we still qualify for the grant? That's a great question. And yes, you can still qualify for the grant if you got a PPP loan or if you got the SBA uh, IDLE loan or the AIDL loan, you can apply for the grant. It does not affect you. Tara asks, are there grant opportunities for those who provide professional services? And why are those services excluded? That I, I, not, none that I'm aware of at this time. Now in the future, if there will be other grants that are offered, I know that the city is looking at uh, offering the, um, some grants as well. I don't know if professional services will be included in, in that case. Um, that was a decision that the county commissioners um, made with excluding those services. So I can't, I can't answer that exactly. I know that they wanted to help the uh, a small business owner that was more, um, uh, I guess, Main Street, who 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 had a retail or or a um, a service um, that was not a professional service. Tracy asks, if a business is based out of their home, what is needed for address verification? A utility bill. So um, if we ask for you, if we do ask for a verification of address, uh, we're just verifying address. And if you're home based, it would be just verifying that home address using utility bill. Okay. Um, Davino asks, if you have employees that are 1099, can your business still apply? Yes. And so they would not be considered employees. So you're, if, if you are the only employee of that business, uh, in other words, you're the only one taking a draw or a salary, then it would be one employee for your business because those would not count as employees for yourself. Uh, Iris asks, are you eligible for the higher grant if you have recently hired new employees as work? Are you eligible for a higher grant if you recently hired employees? I don't know that one, so I'm going to take a note of that and I'll, I'll get back to you on that. I'm not sure um, if my, my colleague Selena is on the line. Maybe she can help if she is on the line um, by answering in the chat box. But um, I will get back to you on that. That's from Iris. I'm typing in Selena and the participants. I'm not seeing she's in here unless she's abbreviated her name somehow. Okay. Uh, so Mary asks, is this only for precincts one through four? And I will say, Mary, uh, Bear County is wholly comprised of precincts one through four. That covers the entirety of Bear County. Sometimes we, the county, are confused with the city. We're mm -hmm. definitely different from districts. But I guess, Alma, if you want to reassure that this is countywide and talk that's about true. Yes, that's true. That's true, um, James. Uh, Bear County is comp is compromised is comprised of four precincts, one through four. So yes, and and I mentioned if you do a search, uh, which which Bear County precinct I'm in, um, you will get a, a Bear County uh, page, and then you can enter your address, and it tells you which precinct you're in. Uh, Tamara asks, do you have to have a physical address? I'm sorry, a physical location. A physical location. If you, for example, are a home-based business or maybe you sell at market, you can just use your home home address. We have another question here. I, I'm not going to attempt to say the first name. Uh, I'm going to butcher that name for sure. Uh, what if we... Irasema, Irasema maybe. Okay, I've caught up to where your questions are. Okay. Okay, good deal. What if we file 1099 for our truck drive truck driver employees? Will that work? Yeah, no, they've got to be employees in order to be counted as employees. So no. Uh, from HeartSync, what about a startup that invested heavily in software and hardware in the last 12 months to be revenue generating, but due to COVID could not commercialize? So you're a small business. Um, I don't think that, that cat that's a category under professional services. So if you 
um, qualify under the rest with the revenues um, being under a million, then yes, you could apply for a loan. I mean, sorry, I said loan, but I meant grant. <laughs> for, for, for grant. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Uh, for Lisa, are contract employees considered full-time if they work more than 30 hours? So contract would be under 1099 so that you couldn't list them as employees. I don't know if that's the question or if they're employees and they work more than 30 hours, they are categorized as full-time. From Elaine, can businesses that provide professional counseling qualify? That's considered under the professional services, so the answer is no. Health Analytics asks two questions. The first, mm -hmm. our nonprofit was incorporated in Nevada, but we have always been solely located and operating in Bear County since 2016. Are we eligible? You know, that's that's another question that I have to get back to you on. I can answer that for a loan, but I don't know what, what the criteria is here. I, I think that, um, yeah, I don't want to, I'll get back to you on that. Let me write that down. And the second part of their question, uh, we, we touched on this earlier. I am the business owner. I work full time in the business. I'm paid as an independent contractor by 1099. I have no payroll. Am I still eligible to apply? Yes. If you are the owner and you're the you're you're paying yourself um, like draws, not necessarily a salary, um, then yes, you are eligible. Okay. Um, Ernest asks, what needs to be submitted to determine a 15% loss of revenue? We'll request the last four months of bank statements and we'll look for a decline in revenue there as well um well that's that's for that 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 part yes for 15 percent revenue is bank statements uh colette asks i'm assuming that providing prosthetic services is also a professional service is she right in assuming she's providing prosthetic services hmm i'll have to get back to colette on that selena have you joined us yet no, yeah, no. So i'll get back to colette on that uh, Colette, if we could just make sure we have your contact info in there. Yes, that'd be anybody, great. Anybody who almost said we need to follow up on and look into that a little further, make sure your contact info is in here. Mm -hmm. um, Luis, can we contact any of you with – Renee, if you could unmute your line real quick. This one's definitely a Renee Watson question. Um, can we contact any of you with questions about the immigration repercussions later? Mainly, I'd like to know if this grant will be considered as a public charge. Immigration apps now have questions if the applicant has applied. Uh, I think Alma needs to answer that too. So the um, one thing that I, I didn't mention as a side note is that if there is a business owner that is working under a an I-10, which is a temporary ID uh, identification number, we will accept grant applications for immigrants with I-10 numbers. They um, definitely are, are invited to, um, to apply for the loan. Um, I have two other, well, one other side note um, before I forget too, and then we'll, we'll go on to the questions. Um, let's say that um, my name is Mary and I have two businesses. Let's say I have a flower shop and I also have a uh, beauty shop, then I can only apply for one grant. I want to make sure that, that we are clear on that, that one owner can apply for one grant um, for, the, for this, this particular program. Uh, let's see here. Luis, I hope I answered your question. I'm going to put my, my information in the um, chat box. And so if I didn't, please feel free to um, reach back out to me. So at this time, let me add um, the content from this webinar is going to be posted to our website. Uh, we'll make sure that we have all the contact information for Alma, for Renee. We'll have that all available on the website. Uh, but it has been typed out uh, just from where I am. If you're following along with the chat, as I'm scrolling down, I've seen um, contact information for Alma as well as Renee entered a couple times here. Okay, great. Um, so we have from Maria, you indicated owners working for the company. The owner has to be on the payroll, right? W-2? No, they don't. 
So uh, we understand a lot of business owners don't pay themselves. Maybe they take a draw when they can. Um, so no, they do not, we're not requiring them to be on payroll. If it's a sole owner and they do not pay um, uh, employee um, taxes, payroll taxes, that's okay. Well, we'll, what we'll do is we'll look at your Schedule C, which is um, part of your tax return. So not required. Uh, Jacqueline asks again about consultants being considered professionals, if consultants are considered professionals, which we addressed above. Yes. Um, Colette, uh, Colette followed up uh, with her previous question about assuming that that's a professional service. She asked, even if it's a small sole proprietor, one employee, I know you're going to follow up and look into yes. that. Yes. Thank you for that clarification, and I'll follow up with you, Colette. Um, he, again, the name that I apologize for. Uh -huh. Um, she's saying that she does not file a 940. She's asking if you would please advise. Yeah, so if if you are the sole owner of a business, you probably do not file a 940 and that's okay. If if the application asks you for that, you don't have to include that because you don't file that and that's okay. Now, if I am Alma and I have um, 10 employees, then I have to pay payroll taxes, I am gonna file a 940. But if I'm Alma, I'm the sole owner, then I don't have to. So uh, Sergio, this isn't a question, but a statement. Sergio is saying the application doesn't have a way to upload the invoice for the address, nor the ID TDL. And that's something that we, we might get at the end once the, the, the grants are approved, just so that we can verify that it is you when you're signing on the grant, um, on the grant um, agreement. So um, I, I did realize that uh, today, this morning, that it's not asking for the proof of address or the ID, and that's okay. Thank you, Sergio. All right. Uh, from Camilla, is there any support for extremely small minority businesses, meaning all documents and bank statements are available, revenue is low? If you have more than one business, can you apply for each? So these grants are, are, are designed for um, extremely small businesses, and um, we're hoping that you do have the documentation that, we, that we're asking for, which is you know, your, your entity docs, your assumed name, or, or the uh, corporation documents that you filed with Secretary of State with the tax return and bank statements. Uh, it sounds like you might have that, so definitely I would encourage you to apply, but you can only apply for one business if you've got multiple businesses. I hope that answered your question. Uh, Jason followed up. Uh, Jason was the one that had asked about 2020, 2019, and uh, you countered saying, what about 2018? That gentleman followed up since your answer, and uh, he said you did answer his question. Uh, but then he asked, are you aware of other CARES provisions that are being made to SA businesses, particularly at our size, that are different than this program? Any insight on other programs would be appreciated. Mm -hmm. I'm not aware of other um, CARES provisions for other programs through the CARES Act. There's the uh, Paycheck Protection Program loan that LIFUND is also making, um, and they do have some criteria for sizes, which are much bigger, um, but this, this, these criteria comes from Bear County. I hope that answers your question, Jason. Let me know if not, and we'll, we'll have a, a conversation later. My contact information is there. Uh, Elaine asks, can churches apply as a nonprofit? Yes. Uh, Josh asks, if a business received a PPP forgivable loan, does that have an impact regarding how quote unquote lost revenues are demonstrated? E.g. is the PPP revenue recognized as revenue in 2020 for the purposes of determining lost revenue? 
So there's a question on the grant that asks you to provide a budget, and this is your business budget. I wouldn't include it as revenue, but there's a separate question on the grant that asks if you received a PPP, and if so, how much is it? So you will need to disclose that in the grant application, but it's not going to be part of your, um, your stated budget for the business. I would not include that as, um, as an income for the business. Uh, Leonard asks, do management consultants qualify for grants? So again, that question of professional service. That's a professional service, so no, they wouldn't. Uh, Don asks, if your employee lives in another state, can we include them in our employee count? You're paying payroll taxes for them um, out of your business that is in Bear County, then yes. Uh, Crystal Darby uh, asks, is the ability to access other capital considered for eligibility, for example, like on the PPP? Crystal, I'm not sure I understand your question. Is the ability to access other capital considered for eligibility? So if they got a PPP loan, does that mean they're gonna automatically get a grant? I don't know if that's what you're asking. Um, or if you're asking, so the answer to that is, um, there, it's not an automatic that they're gonna get a grant if they've been el eligible for another um, loan. But if they got a PPP loan, a small business owner, it, it they can apply for a grant. It does not necessarily, um, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Just disqualify someone from applying for a grant. So you can apply for both, a PPP uh, and a grant. Stacy asks, would a business qualify if the owner is only, I'm sorry, would a business qualify if the owner is the only full-time employee but is yet to take a salary? And she adds the caveat uh, that she has a full-time contract. Right. Yes, Stacy, and I answered that earlier when I said that um, we, we would just use your tax return um, and, and you would be the uh, one full-time employee, even though you're not taking a salary. That's, that's fine. Yes, you could apply for a loan. I mean, sorry, a grant. I keep saying that. Grant. Uh, we have a tax question from GBA. If I only have one employee and pay payroll taxes with the fourth quarter 941, would my business qualify? Because my first 2020 quarter 941 will be zero. Yes, Sandy, you, you would. You could apply for the grant. Camilla asks, what if you were declined from the COVID-19 relief fund to the lift fund office for the first round of $10,000 loans? And that's a great question. Um, if you applied for the loan in the first round, um, that was a loan. And so we were checking credit and we were looking at the cash flow. In this case, uh, we are not checking credit. And so I would highly encourage you to apply for the grant because just because you were declined for the loan doesn't mean that you're gonna be declined for the grant. So it's completely separate. Uh, and, and so I do encourage you to apply for the grant. Uh, Greg from the Texas Veterans Commission asks, are ag businesses eligible? As long as they meet the other criteria, yes. So the criteria is Bear County, less than a million in revenue, and then the employee. So yes. So it looks like these next two are about professional services as well. In-home asks, are occupational physical therapists with 1099 income eligible to apply? And Alex, no. asks, yeah. Alex asks, please reiterate about mental health group, whether we qualify to apply for this grant. We have 11 providers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these two are, are professional services, so they're not eligible to apply for the grant. Uh, Elaine, who earlier asked about churches applying, she asks, can nonprofits that do, need, do not generate income apply? Yes. 
Yeah, uh, because this is a grant, and so um, we're going to look at the bank statements to see if there's a decrease, right? And if there's a decrease and we see that, then and we can prove that with the bank statements, then yes. Uh, Crystal, I'm sorry, did I skip Camellia? Camellia, yeah, Camellia again. Can some monies be put aside, can some monies be put aside support startups who are willing to make a difference in Bear County and may not have all supporting documents? And then she provides her phone number follow-up. So for this particular grant, they can't be put aside for startup businesses. They've got to be used for um, businesses that have been operating August 2019 and before and who were needing the support because they've been affected by COVID-19. So the purpose of this grant is to help those businesses. Now, future, there may be opportunities for someone who's wanting to start their business at this time, but we don't have any funds for either a loan or a grant for that purpose right now. Uh, Crystal Darby again asks, will contracts scheduled for 2020 but canceled due to COVID be considered for a drop in revenue? Yes, Crystal. Uh, Linda asks, I am a certified teaching artist, not considered medical. Can I qualify? So the, the, the answer is yes. Um, yeah, the answer is yes. Um, because certified teaching artist. Well, you know what, Linda, I'm going to have to get back to you on that because I want to know more exactly what, what it is that you do, Linda. So I'm going to get back to you. Also, Alma, just yes. going through the chat, it looks like uh, Selena did join and she's answering some of these. Oh, okay. Okay. Do we want to do you wanna... scroll down a little bit for, then are we going to lose our place with the questions? Uh, let's see here. Or how about you keep there and I, I scroll down. <laughs> sure, 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 go ahead. Where are you, Selena? There you go. Selena, that last question was um, a licensed, what was it, James? A, a teaching artist? Mm -hmm. Do you want me to unmute her mic so she can speak? Directly? Yes, well, yeah, sure. Uh, Selena, your mic has been unmuted. Thank you. So I, I agree with Alma in terms of Linda reaching out to us in terms of what the actual um, work she's doing. If you keep in mind just in terms of the goal of Bear County is to help those that are considered Main Street um, businesses, um, that is also why we have some of these um, industries excluded as well. Uh-oh, can you still hear me? Oh, yeah, yes, we can. we can hear you. I'm just, I'm seeing that you addressed a lot of the, the, follow, the following questions in here. Looks mm -hmm. like we're jumping in and answering them. Oh, uh, yeah, you bet. Jumping down to Lisa, who's the first one I'm seeing that you didn't uh, directly respond to. Actually, I'll go one above that, Sergio. Uh, if you're trying to follow Alma and Selena, I'm, I'm at 2.35 p.m. from Sergio Cano. Or, yeah, okay, Cano. thank you. Uh, any idea when the application for the city grants will be available? I called and they told me that they're going to be funded through Lyft Fund. Yeah, so we haven't finalized that contract. That would probably that would not go live until July. Um, I also noticed that Colette, who's asking the prosthetics question, she did provide her contact information in here a little mm -hmm. detail. Um, Lisa asks, we're a nonprofit that provides skills training and not counseling. Is that mm -hmm. professional service? 
they, as a nonprofit, they could apply. Uh, Frank asks, if my wife and I are partners in our business and I work full time at our business, we do not have other employees, do we qualify for the grants? Yes. Um, so my reading these out is going to take a second now because I'm just making sure Selena didn't already answer them. Let's see. Uh, Allison asks, will we be sent a link copy for today's presentation? Yes, uh, we can absolutely do that. Um, I will also say that we're going to post this live on our website. It's going to be on our YouTube channel. Um, but if, as long as you provided your email here somewhere, when we do our transcript of the full report or everything said here, we can follow up, send an email with the link. Um, Naomi asks, if you live in Harris County, can you apply for the grant? No. This is for Bear County. Unless the business is a, a Main Street business here in Bear County. So we're looking at the business location as it relates to the grant, because this is a business grant. Don asks, are house cleaning services considered professional services? No, so they can apply. Mm -hmm. uh, Melissa asks, is advertising marketing excluded under professional services? Selena, are they? Um, I, I think it, so in terms of being professional services, we've had um, some who don't have the professional degree associated with it, which is really, again, going to professional services. Graphic designers have been included, but not necessarily um, marketing um, firms. So for someone, so for, um, it looks like it's Melissa Aguillon, she would not um, qualify based on the definition. It looks like Tracy is asking if there will mm -hmm. be a lottery when the businesses will be selected. Yes, so there, so there will be a lottery, then the business selected will be verified. There's a couple of things and steps that we're doing. Um, we are reviewing applications as they come in and not making any decisions for their completeness. So just a quick reminder that it is defined um, as an agreement between Bear County and Lift Fund as the administrator. Complete grant applications means all correct um, forms are included with that application. So we are reaching out to our partners and or clients who are not using the four partners um, to let them know. Uh, Elaine asked, what is the start date of business had to have been established to apply? I did see you had that in there, Selena, but do you yeah. want to say that out loud? August 1st, 2019. Okay, uh, Terry is again, um, we did address this earlier, but he was asking for clarification if we could verify that an RV park is eligible to apply. Yes. Uh, Lethe asks, we're a small family owned motel, some weekly tenants, but mostly daily are eligible. So in our agreement, um, vacation and short term, long term is not included. So you would not be eligible. This is a good one because we, I was right in the middle of the group chat and all of a sudden it went down to the very bottom. Question, the question I was going to address, uh, and now I, I can't give um, kudos to asked it, but we keep pointing out that's a professional service, that's a professional service. Someone asked, can you just define what that is? Uh, what we mean by professional services. Yeah, so Bear County um, has uh, a list that's there and it also includes those who have a termed degree um, as it relates to in their industry. Um, this might go right back to that question, but Phil is asking, is a business focused on leadership, is a business that's focused on leadership coaching qualified? I'm a writer, speaker, presenter, focused on leaders development. We would need to check and see Phil's information a little bit more. So if he wants to reach out to Ama, that's probably the best route. It was Maggie who asked about us defining uh -huh. services. Maggie, thank you for that question. Yeah, thank you. 
Uh, Bruce Williams asks, if we are doing business under our own name as a sole proprietorship, will we qualify? What documents will be needed for business entity formation? So, Alma, you want to take yeah, that? Yeah, I can answer that. Uh, Bruce, you would either need a, um, an assumed name certificate, which you get at the Bear County level, or if you wanted to register on the state level with an LLC or corporation, it would be the, the documents of you having filed those with Secretary of State, but you can do a Bear County assumed name certificate. Uh, DSE posted, I'm joining late. Can I watch recording of the webinar? Uh, I know folks have been joining as we've been answering these questions again. Uh, yes, we're going to post this webinar to our website. We're going to have it in our YouTube channel uh, per request that was placed earlier. If you provide your email somewhere in that chat room, we will follow up with a specific link to our YouTube that you can go on and watch it. But yes, uh, everything in here, including these line-by-line -line questions and answers, uh, we'll have this available on our YouTube channel. Uh, Leticia asks, will we be alerted if any document did not attach properly? And if so, will we be able to resend those documents? Yes, yeah, we will. So the, um, we're doing that, as Selena mentioned, um, on a daily basis is just checking the applications for completeness. If you used one of our community partners, we will go and uh, through them and let them know that your application is missing something. If you went direct, then we will contact you direct and give you the opportunity to send that to us directly. So yes, we will. Okay, and now I'm seeing that uh, folks are typing in their emails. I appreciate it. Um, again, we'll follow up with you. Uh, it, if you have a question or concern that was not specifically addressed, full transcripts going to be provided to the presenters for follow-up. Uh, okay. Fret not, as long as your contact info is in there, we're going to follow up. And for sure, after we leave here and we have everyone's email print, um, available to us, we'll send the link to the YouTube channel once it's posted. Sure. Frederick I'm followed up. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I want to make sure we give some time too to uh, introduce our community partners who are on the call and and give them some time for some um, some you know information that they want to share with with the community. Well, uh, thank you for, for pointing that out and reminding me Alma. I know that um, we had it. Let me see if I can pull that slide up again where we have the different partners listed. I saw Tuesday for sure and I know she's precinct four uh, from Sage. Uh, is Judith on? I think I saw she her. is on. Yeah, I saw her earlier. Judith, are you are you on? You might. Uh, I will start with Judith, um, just because she's precinct one, Southside first. We'll see if we can go down the way. Uh, so Judith, I, I think this is you. Uh, I'm gonna unmute your line, and if you could just uh, identify yourself real quick, Judith. Can you hear me? Is this Judith? Yes, ma'am. We can hear you. Yes. 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 Uh, okay. Great. Thank you. Um, and uh, here we go. I'm also gonna, I'll even zoom in here. Okay, all right. Uh, this is Judy Canales and I serve as executive director of Southside First. We have been working um, at the uh, Bibliotech South uh, location to meet uh, in person, providing technical assistance to uh, the small businesses here on the South Side. And um, we have been uh, doing that since, uh, It'll be this week and next week, um, all the way to the end in regards to this whole application process. What we do ask is for people to um, contact us through the southsidefirst.org website and make an appointment if, if it is needed. Um, some folks are able to, of course, complete the application on their own, but there are others who do want um, you know, some in-person technical assistance, and it's been a 
pretty steady process here for us as also uh, I want everybody to know that uh, for folks who do need assistance in Spanish, we are able to do so and walk through this application. And we're, we've been able to help people all the way to the very end as far as the process in order to submit for the application. So um, look forward just to working with, with folks. Please refer Southside businesses to me. I would appreciate it. And um, that's the information that I have for today unless y'all have any questions. So I know we have Ramito Gonzalez uh, listed as the contact for Westside Development Corporation. I don't see Ramito or any abbreviation thereof for Ramito. Do we know if there's another staffer in here representing Westside Development? Uh, with oh, that someone's there. Is that uh, Melinda? Uh, Melinda, is that you? You want to, it says info at Westside Development. Do you see that? Uh, I, yes, let me type that in real quick. Oh, it's Ramito. He's muted, he said. Info at. Uh, Romito, I just unmuted you. Sorry about that. No problem. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, this is Romito Gonzalez, uh, the interim CEO at the Westside Development Corporation. Uh, you know, I'd like to thank Lyft Fund and Bear County, of course, for making um, making this program possible. Uh, for that'll help so many of our small businesses. Um, I'll pretty much echo what Judith uh, and Southside First are offering. Of course, if you are a business uh, within Precinct 2 on the west side, uh, of course, Precinct 2 extends far beyond just the west side. But if you are in Precinct 2, then um, uh, feel free to go ahead and reach out. Uh, that's our business helpline number right there, uh, small business helpline number 210-598-8482. We're happy to walk you through the application process, ask, uh, kind of look through your documents, make sure that you have everything you need before you actually get through the lift fund system. Uh, and even if you're going through the system and you didn't talk to us first, feel free to give us a call and we'll kind of help you on the spot. Uh, appointments are also available if you do need some in-person assistance as well. Uh, and we also just want to talk to you and see, you know, what else, what other assistance can we provide you beyond just this grant? Um, and uh, because there will be other, uh, programs beyond just funding, just loans, just grants, uh, but just we want to be able to establish uh, that relationship with you so that as we find new tools and resources that we can roll out, uh, we want to be sure that we can contact you and, and get that to you as quickly as possible. So please reach out to us um, uh, at that number or there you have my email there as well and we'll do everything we can to kind of get the give you the shortest distance between you and what you need. So thank you. Uh, I know Maggie is here representing uh, North San Antonio Chamber. Let me go ahead and grab Maggie. Maggie, you're unmuted. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Hello, everybody. So I'm with the North San Antonio Chamber, and uh, we've been um, um, posting on the, the flyer online, you know, just uh, spreading it to, through our social media. We've been getting a lot of calls um, and, uh, you know, helping people mostly with, uh, on whether uh, the most questions that we've had is whether they are, they're eligible or not. That professional service thing it can be a little tricky. So um, so that's what we've been uh, getting a lot of questions about. So what we were doing is um, collecting their information, you know, and uh, helping them out to you know, fill, filling out the, the application and the documentation required. And uh, uh, no, we've done this mostly over the phone. Um, I did, I do, I did get one case where I was sharing the screen so I could talk her uh, through the, the application process. And then today we, we had a, a lady uh, walk in here who was just like not tech savvy. And so she, she needed help with that. So um, 
So that's what we've been doing. We're, we're happy to help. We're getting a lot of good feedback from, uh, from the, the uh, people that have contacted us. They're happy that they can apply and they're, they're just uh, uh, very grateful that uh, they have many options to, to, um, to, you know, to request help in the case it's either Lyft or us, you know, they, they don't feel like they're getting the runaround as far as, you know, the, the uh, people that have called us. So we're here to help. Um, so, uh, oh, and we've also told people to spread the word. When somebody calls me, I'm like, okay, if you know of anybody else that may need help, that may qualify, please forward this information to them and have them call us. That's about it. So real quick, what I want to do is, uh, there was a question, a specific question about an address. If you guys- oh, James, before you do that, let's get Tuesday's comments. Oh, I apologize, I apologize. Tuesday, sorry, Tuesday. Are you still there, ma'am? You're unmuted. I'm still here. Thank you. Sorry. And thank you for Renee for not forgetting about me. <laughs> Sorry, um, not a problem. Not a problem. Um, I'm driving. So I hope that you can, um, can hear me well, but, um, my name is and I'm president and CEO of San Antonio for growth on the East side. And thankfully going last, uh, I really heard everything else everyone else said, and we want to know those same sentiments. Anybody in precinct four is, our office the number and email on there is mine um, because we want our businesses to know that they're important and that we want them to apply for this funding um, we have also um, opened up our um, offices for appointment only but it's from 12 to 4 every day um, so they would either meet with myself or my CFO we also have scheduled live Zoom uh, informational tutorials. So we had one yesterday, we'll have another one tomorrow, and we'll have another one next week on Wednesday. Um, so plenty of opportunities for people to get walked through the program, to go step-by-step, step, to make sure that it's filled out correctly. And, um, and then also if there's any other questions, which we've been getting a lot of the professional services questions as well, a lot of home health care, home daycare, things like that. So um, we have been, forwarding those over to lift fund as well but thank you for the opportunity to help serve and help lift fund and bear county get these funds out to our small businesses thank you tuesday sorry about that ma'am that's okay uh renee sent me a message asking if i would uh show folks how they can look up their address and verify their precinct uh, if you go to this website you're seeing if you're on an iphone it's okay uh it's maps.bear.org m-a-p-s.b-e-x-a-r.org forward slash community um, this is available from our GIS team. You can specifically look up your addresses. It'll tell you exactly where you are. Now, I, I will say that it's going to be it's going to be the folks who are looking you up, who are actually running your application. They're the ones that matter whenever they say what precinct that you're in. But uh, with that said, this is what we use to determine what precinct that you're in. The specific question that I was asked was about this address, which I typed in, and here I populate precinct three. Alma, I know that you responded saying precinct four. I'm not. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I so, went to, yeah, we need to f figure that out because I'm, I'm going to the uh, Bear County the elections, website. Because you go to the elections website, it's a little bit different uh, because when the lines change, uh, okay. the census or voting, uh, the official map, we have two and they're kind of still working together. But either one, but one of the things that, uh, we really want to talk about is that it says who represents me versus where am I located. So we kind of use this for where am I located versus who represents me. So maybe some confusion in the technical assistance 
providers, the Judy, the uh, Maggie, uh, Romero, and we need to meet to make sure that we're all consistent in uh, mm -hmm. determining where the business is located. Because we've had a, those, those uh, border lines kind of cause a little bit of confusion because you can have this, a split zip code, but a split census tract is what, is what really causes the confusion most of the time. And right. just so uh, everybody knows, we, we, we really are sensitive to that. Uh, conversation to the day we're having is precincts. Conversation most folks have on city council districts. But we're looking at all of Bear County to include the suburban cities, not just the city of San Antonio, and the unincorporated areas. So your zip code and your personal, your address may say uh, San Antonio, but you're really in Balcones Heights, Alamo Heights, Castle Hills. Uh, so long as your business is in Bear County is what matters, okay? And Thank at you. the end of the day, we actually run a shapefile that has the verified um, address. So these are just tools for the consumers. Um, in the back end, we do have a connection to the shape files that the GIS team provides. Yeah. So uh, don't worry about it. Just go to anyone. Go to any of the providers. If you like uh, Maggie more than uh, <laughs> just just get your application in. That's all we're asking. <laughs> okay. So. Um, any more questions in there? I haven't seen anything else come in. Um, Elaine pretty recently here said, I'm looking at the email sent out and cannot recall if you said real estate businesses can or cannot apply. Uh, so her direct yeah, th question. Those are, those are real estate uh, services. Real estate professionals are, con are considered professional services, so cannot apply. DSE is asking, can you include a list of the upcoming webinars? Um, so DSC, what I'm going to say is if you go to our YouTube channel, um, Bear County SBD, or just type in Bear County Swimby, really, I think if you just type in Swimby, we should show up. But um, on our webpage as well, we have uh, a full list of all the past webinars that we've had. In terms of what we have coming up, we have some things coming down the way. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself and say who we have lined up. Um, but if folks on here were not aware, Bear County had a massive PPE distribution program that wholly encompassed the department, it railroaded some of the webinars that we had scheduled weeks in advance. So we do have some folks lined up. Um, we're, we're, we really wanna finalize dates on them before we announce them. But as information comes available, you can expect to see it on every bit of social media, on our website, email blasts, you, you name it. But what we have available right now is if you go to our website or go to our YouTube channel, we have a list of all the past webinars that we've been having since we started doing Zoom calls. Uh, Luis asks, is this loan slash grant to the business or to the individual as a person? Selena's answer um, is on there. It's, uh, oh, it's a grant to the business. Mm -hmm. To the business or, um, or the sole proprietor if that's the owner of the business. It's a business grant though. So we're not, we're not, we're not going to, the contract, if there's an agreement that will be signed, it will be between um, Bear County and Luis as the owner of such and such a business? The agreement is between Lift Fund and Lease. Okay, thanks. Mm -hmm. As a follow-up to folks who might be looking for our YouTube or our various social media channels, uh, we had Renee and, and staff type out how you can go about finding us at Swimby, Bear County SBD, Small Business and Entrepreneurship Department. I'm not trying to, to steer focus away from Alma or Lift Fund at all, just anywhere that we can uh, highlight our partners, everywhere that we speak with our partners, especially on these Zoom calls, 
We have all those resources available on our website, on our various social medias. We blast this information out. Um, it, it's all out there. So uh, again, that was typed out in the chat room. If you just look for, if you're looking for our channel, it's typed in the chat room. SMWBE is our at, at Swimby, Bear County SBD, Small Business Entrepreneurship Department. Any of those will pull up our stuff. Uh, Terry asks, as the operator, do I apply or does it have to be the owner? Terry. Um, uh, Blasky? Yeah. So I wonder what kind of business. Oh, the owner, my mom. Oh, yes. No, it would be the owner. It would be the owner. I see the question. Mm, Victoria just added one. For nonprofits, if applicant name is board president or executive director, can we use our tax ID number or does it have to be our social security number? That'd be your tax ID number, Victoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renee, I think we broadcast and advertise for a one hour runtime. We went through over 70 questions by my count. Uh, and we're coming up on the one hour mark. Do you want to keep going? Well, one, we're, all day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're thanking everybody. And uh, we want to make sure you have your email and your contact information in the chat room. And if you're on the phone, just call us back at 210-335-2478. I'll call LeFun, I'll call somebody and we can get your information back to Alma and to Selena or to one of our resource partners. We want to make sure that you get your questions answered. Uh, we traditionally do not open up the mic because of with the noise, the background, uh, we really want to capture your information. Uh, not only will we post the, um, the video, but the transcription of the questions will also be posted. So Selena and uh, Alma will be, well, uh, the phone will be sent those and if they want to put more details in those, uh, so probably by no later than tomorrow mid-afternoon, they will be posted on our website. Uh, and then you can email us and then everyone's email that we have, we'll get them out to you. So you'll have more details. So with that, um, the, the slides will also, the slide decks will also be posted. Uh, anything else? Thank you, Selena, for joining us. I see you on there as well. Thank uh, you for having me. Thanks, uh, Absolutely. And we are, if we need to do this again, we will. But we are now on the ground pushing uh, out for you to get your applications in. Because uh, if we need more money, I need to have justification to get more money. So get those applications in. Alma, any final call, thoughts? No, no. Um, we're here to help. So in any way that we can, there's a lot of people out there that want to help. We've got our resource partners. You've got Lift Fund. You've got Bear County. So we're all here to help. Contact us and we will get you to the, the right answer to, or to the right person. And with that, we're done. Thank you all so much. So Thank you all. Um, everybody that you've heard speak, we're all thanking you for being here. We appreciate you guys sticking through, keeping your businesses going. We're counting on you. So appreciate y'all being here. Any way that we can help, please reach out to all of us. Instead of the closeout slide, I'm going to leave up the supporting agencies. If you can see your screen, um, there are the precincts. If you have questions about uh, what precinct you're in, feel free to email anybody who you've seen contact in for uh, information in here for Bear County, for Lift Fund, for anybody. Um, we'll get you in the right hands. Like Renee said earlier, the bottom line is we just need you to apply. We'll take care of it from there. Mm -hmm. With that said, thank you everyone for being here. 